Test, test, one, two, three. Test, test, one, two, three. Hey guys, welcome to Brain Food. This is episode seven, I believe, of season two. Um, okay, so I apologize in advance for the next couple of episodes. You will hear fans in the background, and I'm not going to change that because, okay, I'm living in New York City where it is always 10 degrees hotter than where I'm from. The humidity has been absolutely, like, insane for the past couple of weeks, like, months, honestly. Like, if you go anywhere in New York right now, like, literally anywhere, it is going to be extremely hot and humid. Um, I'm also on the eighth floor of where I'm living right now, and it is, like, it is so hot and humid, and, like, I wake up at 6.40 every morning. Like, I used to wake up at, like, 5.30, and I did a couple times. But I'm trying to, like, you know, pace myself for the workload I'm going to endure. And it has been so fucking hard to sleep because I will wake up, like, three or four times in the middle of the night and be like, I, I can't sleep. Like, this is so uncomfortable. Like, I'm sweet. I'm, at, at this point, like, I'm sleeping in underwear and a bra and I'm still too hot. And I'm spraying water on my stomach and putting ice cubes on my neck and I am still, like, boiling hot. So, I don't know why I, need, I didn't need to go on that tangent just to, you know, mention the fact that <laughs> that I have fans in the background. That all I wanted to say is that it's not going to change for the next, like, month or at least until, like, I can start recording at, like, night. Like, I have a 2 o'clock class. Like, currently it's, like, 12.50 right now. So, today's episode isn't going to be extremely long, but I, 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 I'm expecting, like, 35, 40 minutes, like, Usually, like, I'm, like, right on, like, the 30, 35. I think I'm going to make it, like, five extra minutes today. I also just made oatmeal, so I might have to, like, pause in, like, five minutes and, like, go check on it. Um, but, yeah, today I really wanted to talk about my relationship with women and girls and just, like, girls in general. Like, it's a very complex, it's a very complex, like thing for me to talk about I think because there's just so many stories I have so many aspects so many feelings I have towards the subject and like you also are like stepping on eggshells like I also don't want to sound sexist and be like I don't get along with girls really it depends on the type of girl that you know because every everything is theoretical like I can't generalize everything and be like I don't get along with with girls because they're mean and they're girly and I'm not like you know, then that defeats the point because then I'm different than girls, but I'm still a girl, like whatever. It gets confusing and complex, but that's what this podcast is about. And I generally believe, I genuinely believe that a lot of people are gonna, are gonna like connect with this episode because I feel like I talk about like relationship issues and I never really specify if it's with a girl or a guy And all of them are different. So, like, it's hard to kind of differentiate what I'm talking about. So I wanted to just take one episode just to talk about girls. And maybe I'll do, like, a part two and I'll talk about, like, my relationship with guys. I have made an episode about men, but that was more, like, older guys, not with guys my age. I feel like I've never really talked about guys and I've never really talked about one specific, you know, group of people, you know. But, yeah. Um, yesterday I asked on the Brain Food Podcast Instagram about like some of your favorite movies and stuff, which I'll get to later, but 
I always just ask a weekly question just so you guys can hear your answer and hear like maybe if it isn't your answer and you're just listening just to listen like it's something to listen to it's something that you can learn and that's always great but today I wanted to talk about my relationship with girls my age you know you know women that are closer to my age like the girls like just women in my life because I feel like it's very it's very hard to like pinpoint a starting point of when I realized like okay let I, I'm gonna actually like try to you know build a storyline here okay so I've always grown up being friends with guys I played boys, boys sports. I played boys hockey for a very long time. I always got along better with boys. And I don't like this is the hard part because I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, I'm, I want to hang out with boys because they don't, you know, there's no drama. Like that's true. But like also at the same time, I just it has everything to do with the way I was raised it has nothing to do with, oh, I was born this way, blah, blah, blah. It was like my dad raised me more in a masculine way I was I was I, I've grown up with two parents who are not like this is so hard without sounding like a sexist like bitch but my parents raised me to manually work for things to be strong and just a more masculine way of living my sister's the complete opposite and it's not that they raised her any differently but her being the younger sibling she didn't really she wasn't expecting they weren't expecting as much as they expected from me because I'm the firstborn so my dad would always I think honestly like my dad wanted a boy and my mom actually thought I was a boy for a while until I think I was born um but my dad and I used to have catches all the time I'd watch football with him I'd watch hockey with him he was my hockey coach for for years. Like we me and my dad did a lot of stuff together growing up that, you know, usually a daughter wouldn't really do with her dad. Like my dad's a meat hole salesman. So like not to say that isn't very girly, but it's not. <laughs> I grew up eating steaks with my my dad and my mom. I grew up going camping and like never really interested in like the you know, girly things like quote unquote. And, you know, when school started and I came into the world that I hadn't known yet, I live in, I lived in a very middle to upper class community. We lived right near a beach, you know, houses went from suburban houses to multi-million dollar houses on the next road. So like, a lot of the people I was going to school with had a lot of money and you could tell by the way they were dressed. I had, I would, I had classes with girls when I was in like kindergarten, first grade and they're, you know, every single day they'd be in like an expensive looking dress with, you know, diamond earrings and, you know, their hair done all the time. And I would come in with shorts and a t-shirt and my hair, you know, crazy. And during recess, all the girls would like talk and like go under in the shade and like I would be playing football with guys and as much as like I grew up around a lot of women I grew up around a lot of independent women I grew up around women who worked for what they wanted and you know as horrible as it sounds like 
that isn't the that isn't you know the social standard now like you know we're getting there and i think we're getting to a point in in our generation where like women do work from the for themselves and women you know are independent and quote-unquote masculine and you know i don't think it should be a feminine or masculine thing but it was growing up for me and i grew up in a very you know masculine way like i still liked to look pretty here and there but i didn't grow up with a mother who told me I needed to look beautiful all the time because I was regardless of what I did to my parents. And I'm grateful for that. You know, even though things started to get harder, you know, as I grew up and I didn't see myself as beautiful because of the girls around me. And I don't know. I feel like in elementary school, I had two close friends that were girls but they were similar to me in the way where like they had two mothers who were the same as my mom they were very you know assertive independent hard-working women and i feel like as soon as we got a little bit further into you know elementary school going to middle school and we all started going through puberty, it went from me hanging out with guys to me hanging out with girls, even though I didn't want to, but the guys didn't want to hang out with me anymore because, you know, I was going through puberty and I wasn't, like, one of the boys anymore. Like, I was a girl. And, you know, as much as that hurt me, like, it opened up a new a new door for me to explore, like, this new group of people that I never really, like, was invested in. Because I don't want to sit here and be like, I was only friends with boys, but if I had to choose, I would always hang out with guys growing up or or girls that were similar to me. And when, when middle school came around, like, it seemed like those girls started to disappear. And I, I did for a while because, like, when you, when you go into middle school, like, all you care about, not all you care about, but you care about what guys think of you because you start going through puberty and you want to have a boyfriend and you want to look pretty and you want to you know smell good so you know wh- whoever and I don't want to be like this is just a boy and girl thing like this goes for everyone like opposite sex same sex like I think you know regardless of your gender gender identity like when middle school hits like there's a big part of you that cares about what people think about you regardless whether you say it or not and you know this is just my personal experience like like i said i'm not generalizing anything this is just what i've dealt with and i just remember like girls being like really really mean to me because one i was tall i think in sixth and seventh grade i was you know well over five seven it's probably like five eight five nine as like a 12 11 year old um i wasn't like as caught up puberty wise with a lot of the girls um I literally didn't have boobs until I was in like 10th grade and I was skinny but I wasn't like skinny in the way that I wanted to be like I wanted to have a bud and I wanted to have boobs and like I just didn't you know and like obviously I've worked hard for my body now you know through fitness and you know diet wise but naturally like who the fuck just texted me okay what the fuck um but what's it called um i was just very desperate to look like all of these popular girls and i was trying so hard to the point where like i look like an idiot so then these girls were being 
even meaner and making more comments and making me feel like shit about myself and just like digging my insecurities deeper and deeper, which honestly caused me to want, want to like defy them more. And I, I remember like for a long time, my hair's always been long. I've had like up until I shaved my head, my hair was very long, like up to my, probably like my butt, honestly. I had I have very wavy curly blonde hair like blondish brown hair and I remember just one day in seventh grade just like feeling like people pay attention to me if I just chop all of this off and like maybe this will be like a new start for me like obviously like we all know how this ends it did not fucking end well but like this is what I was thinking like I wanted these girls, like, because regardless of whether they were mean to me or not, like, I didn't fucking matter to them at all. Like, they were mean, like, kind of like, shoo, get out of here way, not like a personal attack until I cut my hair and I was, like, very desperate for, like, attention with girls. Um, with guys, like, you know, guys are assholes in middle school. I think that's just a given, but... I was still friendly with them and I still got along with them. They just did it behind closed doors. Like they didn't want to like they didn't want anyone seeing them talk to me. But like I got along with guys better. And I remember I cut all my hair off. Like Bob cut it. Like it was so bad, guys. Like I cut it myself on Christmas with like safety scissors. And what's it called? Um I came into school and like everybody was staring at me everyone was making comments everyone was being fucking mean to me like even some of the teachers were like what the fuck not like actually but like oh you changed your hair but like not oh you changed your hair like oh you changed your hair like kind of passive aggressive um but anyway i remember like looking for validation through these girls because like at the time like having like shorter hair like in middle school like it wasn't a bad thing it's not like i had like not like I made a really drastic change and like cut it short, short, but like it was short enough to see a difference, like short enough to see a difference. And I remember I went to this table, like this is another thing. Like when it came to middle school, like my first year of middle school in sixth grade, like I would sit in the bathroom or I would sit with like some of my childhood friends, but would never like engage in conversation. Cause like, I really just like, just like everyone else didn't know what to say. Like, I didn't know what to talk about and I didn't want to sound weird. So I just kind of didn't say anything. And if I did, they were like outlandish because I was so nervous. Um, but like I sat in the bathroom a lot because I was just like so like terrified. So when seventh grade came, like I didn't want to do that anymore. So I would just like go from table to table and see who I got along with. And like no one ever really wanted to talk to me. And I remember one time, like it was like the day after I cut my hair and I went up to these group of girls who, like, some of the girls were, like, in my classes. And, like, I wasn't friends with them, but, like, we were friendly. And I remember, like, they were so mean. Like, I remember this to this day. Like, that's how mean it was. And they were like, what the fuck did you do to your hair? Like, you look so stupid. Like, literally talking to me like that. And, like, you'd think for someone of, like, this sounds stupid. Like, so for someone my height, like, I wouldn't take bullshit like that. But, like... And usually I don't like usually I'm someone who's like, don't fucking talk to me. Like, don't tell me what to do. Like, I've always been that way. But like in middle school, I wasn't because like everyone was being like really, really bad to me. 
and I just like I didn't know what else to do because like it was like no matter what I did they made fun of me for it and I was just like I'm just gonna keep digging myself in a grave like no matter what I do so I'm just gonna give up and like not care about what I say and these girls were just like super mean and I don't know I just I feel like there's there's um like a sense of jealousy when I think about these memories because I don't ever think I was saying anything like weird like nothing nothing like not anyone else has said before like it was just generic conversation and they found something to make fun of me for and I honestly think it was like my sense of happiness because if you talk to me like I'm calm, but like I'm I'm optimistic. I'm always smiling when I'm talking to somebody else because I grew up not talking to a lot of people. So I'm always happy to engage in any conversation I have with anyone so I can so I can learn and just like make a new relationship. And that's like my biggest joy in life. And it, it does take me a while to like warm up to people. Like I, I don't think it's very hard for me to go up to someone, but like if if something happens where like I can engage in a conversation, like I will. Like I'm very confident and I'm I'm very like well articulated, but I'm not outgoing. I wouldn't, you know, consider myself outgoing. And I think my happiness made these girls feel like shit about themselves because they weren't happy. And it seemed like every group I went to of these girls, like they were so jealous of each other, like their own friends, they would always talk shit about each other, and it was just like at the time, I didn't see it, but it was just blatant insecurity, like staring at me in the face. And I, I've never like felt insecurity until these girls decided to point things out about myself that I didn't really think about. And for a while, like, I, I mean, I wasn't friends with girls for that reason, because they just the girls that I and that, like, again, this is, you know, this is what my experience has been like. I know not every single girl is like this, like I'm not stupid. I don't think not close-minded like that but the area that I grew up with it it was a lot of girls because you know you add money you add however they were raised you add you know the hierarchy in the school like it's just a combination of everything and I got the unfortunate deal you know I got a bad hand and you know I'm grateful for it now but like even in college like I still like feel hints of it still which hopefully I think, you know, these girls will grow out of because they'll realize that there's no hierarchy in college. Like you're here to learn. You're not here to, you know, be popular. You're not here to, you know, talk shit about people. You're here to get an education and, you know, make some memories with people. You're not, this isn't high school. And, you know, I still feel, I still feel it even in college which is weird. I didn't think that I would like it's easier said than done to be, you know, this is a fresh start. And, but you'll still, you'll still have rem reminders of how things used to be. And I, I've, I've gotten a few where I'll go up to like a group of girls and they look at me weird for, you know, going up to them in the first place, because I don't know them. I don't, I don't follow them on Instagram. So why would I talk to them? And that, that's what I get from that. You know, like, this is college. Like I'm in, I'm in New York city and you know, we're, we're all coming from all walks of the earth. Why the fuck do we care about, you know, social, I don't even know what the word to use. Like, like social, like acceptance. Like why the fuck are we caring about that? We're all artists. We're all 
going into the art or fashion field, like, you know, you're not going to do very well if all you think when you meet a person is, okay, what's, what's their place on the social ladder? Like, are they a loser or are they, are, are they cool enough to be friends with us? Cause that's exactly how I feel when I talk to some people here and I don't feel, I think the difference is, which is weird. Like I feel the same feeling, but I don't feel bad about myself anymore. I feel bad for them because I know that that attitude is just not going to work out for them at all. Like I know one day a professor, a teacher, someone that's important to them is just going to look at them and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, why do you think of people like that? You know, I just, I think especially in an art college, I think everyone has their own ego. You know, I have my own ego. I'm just not mean about it. I'm not an asshole about it, but a lot of people are. And a lot of people aren't too, which I've met a few people here and there that I've actually, that I actually genuinely like, but there's a big majority that are just entitled little rich girls who I don't do, I don't deal with shit like that. Like, you know, I, I shot, you know, I gave it my shot, tried to give you a little bit of a chance. And if you're just going to be a little prissy asshole about it, I'm not going to give you my time of the day not worth it, not worth my time. You're not going to be worth anyone else's time if you keep acting like that. But I'm open-minded. I still am. You know, if a girl came up to me and, you know, talked to me like that, I I give everyone a chance. I don't want to come on here and be like, my first thought when I, you know, when I see someone that I don't think I'm going to like, I don't give them the time of the day. I do give them the time of the day until they break my trust or they say something that is out of line or rude, then I'm done. I give everyone a chance, always. Sometimes even second chances, even if they don't deserve it. But as soon as they scratch the back of my head and give me a bad feeling about something, I'm not not interested anymore. Which maybe it's cold, but that's how I deal with things. If If you're going to play games with me, I'm not interested at all. But... I think that's just the honesty in it. I don't want to want to come on here and try to act like I'm a perfect person. And I've said that a million times. I have so much shit that I deal with in my personal life. And to have to deal with, you know, a group of people that are selfish and entitled, it's not worth it. Not worth my time at all. But again, I don't want to generalize not fair but at the same time you know I have a whole city of people to explore I don't have to like the people that I go to school with I have um, a city of nine million people I can choose from which is why I'm still optimistic about school um I don't know I've, I've had a very complex relationship with girls my age because I always like wondered to myself up until a couple years ago like why do I need this validation from girls like I don't really feel it as much as I feel it towards guys like of course like I'd want a guy to think I'm pretty but I'd rather think a girl think I'm pretty and then like you know I realized that I have some some gay in me which is you know a hard thing to say out loud because honestly then it's like a double standard. It's like, oh, well, you feel this way because you're gay. And that's why you don't like, you know, girls. And that's why you think, you know, blah, 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 blah. It, I think it's a mixture of everything. I think repressing the feeling of it for so long, like 
if I were to put a label on my sexuality, I would, I would think it would be bisexual. But at the same time, I don't really think it matters. I think, I don't think there's any 100% straight person on this planet. But I, I go in and out of, of my feelings on it because I don't really think of it as like a boy or girl thing. I think of about it as like, what kind of person am I in love with right now? Or like, not in love, but like, what kind of person is making me feel, you know, strong emotions right now? Like, if, if you ask me if, if you think I'm going to marry a guy or a girl, like, I wouldn't be able to give you a straight answer because I don't know. I'm open to everything. Like, I, I don't really consider myself a black and white person where, like, it's a this or that thing. But I think for a while, especially as soon as I started having friends that were girls within the past two years, I've been very conflicted because there was one friend where I had feelings for them and it didn't end well at all because I'd never really been in a close relationship with a girl before. And of course the first girl that I have actually gotten close with things got complicated and messy too fast. And you know, that kind of warped my perception on my relationship with women in general, because like, now, every time I meet a new girl, like, I'm I'm stepping on eggshells. Like, you know, not in this moment, but, like, you know, after that relationship. And, you know, it's been confusing because I'm still confused myself. And I don't think I'm ever going to have it all figured out 100%. I don't think anyone does, you know? And it's been difficult because... Every time I get into a relationship or every time I make a new friend that's a girl, like I'm always thinking in the back of my head, like this is going to end very badly because I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. Genuinely, you know, and I don't have a lot of friends to begin with. So when I feel like I only have one or two friends, I start to get scared. Like, oh, I don't want to depend on this person. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to fucking get out of this. But I've been a lot better the past year, I think. Um, my best friend, she she really did help me a lot through that because she was very patient and she she tried to like at least, you know, she wasn't helping me like not that I was like helpless, but like she helped me understand that there there is a difference and like I just have to recognize it and you know, even though you're emotionally confused, like there is a distinct difference between emotional connection and romantic connection. And that really did help me a lot because I've, I've never dated anyone before. I've never really been romantically involved with anybody. I've just had like my own sexual experiences over the past five or six years and they've not really amounted. They haven't really amounted to anything. Like I've, like I would have an experience and then would never either never see that person again or never really talk to them or we grew apart and I think that's where some of the problem comes from because like I've never depended on anyone before except for like my parents and I think that's a pretty universal thing to go through so like when I had like a best friend for the first time in my like life that actually made me feel good about myself I was so thrown off because I was like okay 
how do I reciprocate this feeling? Like, does she have a crush on me? Is that why she's being nice to me? So I thought I needed to give back that feeling and ended up making her very uncomfortable. And at the time I had no idea like what I did wrong. Like I was so, I was so mad at myself. Like, I was like, what the fuck? Like I thought not like what the fuck, but I was like, I thought this is how you felt about me. And I thought, you know, this is what I'm supposed to do because I was just like a deer in headlights. Like I had no idea what I was doing. And we talked about it for like a while. And like, I'm happy we went through it in the beginning of our relationship because it broke the ice of, what we wanted out of the relationship instead of me questioning everything or her questioning everything like we just said it as it was and you know it's the it's like that relationship is probably the best thing that it came into my life my entire life because it was the first time that another human being has like explained what they wanted out of the relationship instead of both of us just like playing games basically you know I'm honest with myself but sometimes I'm not honest about what I want out of relationship with other people you know and I'm not gonna sit here and be like no like I'm I'm the good one because sometimes in the past people would want to get romantically involved with me and I would lie and be like oh my god me too but when it came down to it I was terrified and I didn't want that and I just wanted to people please and be like you know I feel the same way but like I didn't or it's the other way around and I feel like I'm just constantly I was I was constantly running on a hamster wheel with with girls and it was like okay like you know I would always say like I want my space all the time and when the the minute that I didn't want space they were busy so then I felt guilty and would get kind of like internally would feel like mad and frustrated with that person like all you want to do is hang out all the time and all I want to do is spend time alone and the one time I want to talk to you you're busy but like how the fuck would she supposed to know the timing of that if I'm giving her if I'm giving her the notion that I don't want to hang out with anyone why would she give me the time of the day to hang out with me if I keep telling her I don't want to hang out? And I think for a really long time, I, I know what I wanted, but I was never honest with other people about what I wanted and would end up ending relationships over something they had no knowledge on, which is unfair and really messed up. And I'm happy that I'm mostly past that part of my life. And I think all problems are never 100% solved. We just learn to tame them and we learn to control them and we learn to learn from them instead of, you know, the other way around and they get us, basically. Um, but yeah, honestly, like, I think that was a really good segment and I feel like I'm never really honest. Like, I'm honest with you guys always, but I feel like I'm, I've never, like, even thought about talking about that part of my you know, personal life. And I'm happy that I did. And I hope some of you guys relate with that because I think it is a pretty universal thing that people go through, you know, subconsciously or consciously. Um, I don't know. I just, I think I had internalized homophobia for a really long time. 
And even up until this year, like I've just tried to compress it and push it down. And I'm not trying to say like all people who don't get along with girls are gay. But like for me personally, I think that's what it was. I was like, I want them to like me like a boy does. But I didn't want to admit that to myself, my seven-year-old self, my middle school self. Like how how dare I even think of that? But like that, I think... I think, personally, I think that was what part of my problem was. How much time are we at, by the way? La, 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 la. Sorry, 32. Um, we'll go for like five more minutes. I can read some of the, um, the answers that you guys gave me. Oh my god, Emma Chamberlain posted my queen. Oh, I love her so much. She's so pretty. Okay. Um, let's see. Okay, so I asked you guys. Oh, of course, um, you know, the questionnaire is gone because I'm stupid. Okay, so I asked you guys, what's your favorite movie and why? Someone said, Goodwill Hunting. Um, it dis- um, displays emotions perfectly and makes you truly invested. Goodwill Hunting is my favorite movie of all time. I've talked about it here multiple times. I think it perfectly displays how relationships truly are because it can be easy to be in love but it is not easy to understand and accept people's trauma it's not as easy as just being like okay because sometimes people who have a lot of trauma also have a lot of mental health issues as well either from the trauma previous from the trauma i think people with trauma are very complex people you know and I think that's most of the world I think we all have our personal trauma and I think it's not as easy as just being like okay I understand your trauma because it's not because honestly depending on what it is like if you have abusive trauma you know you grew up in an abusive household abusive relationship you could possibly have trust issues which is not an easy person to be in a relationship with at all and I think Goodwill Hunting perfectly, you know, visualizes that for the watcher. Perfectly. So I love that answer. It's my favorite movie. All the Bright Places because of its accuracy with people who deal with bipolar disorder. I love that movie as well. All the Bright Places is really great. Even though it has a grim ending, there's a type of beauty in the vulnerability of the relationship that the two people in the movie shared because for someone with bipolar I don't have bipolar but I have a lot of traits of it and you know when I was watching that movie the the main character acts out a lot and is unable to trust people and can be outgoing one day the next day doesn't want anyone to talk to him and I deal with that I have um borderline And the two are very similar, not the same, but, you know, that trait is very similar. They're very wish-washy and hot and cold with their emotions, and I'm completely that. I struggle a lot with that, Um, but I've learned to tame it, you know, because borderline's more curable than bipolar is. Bipolar is something that you deal with for the rest of your life, and you can't medicate it completely. Um, But I think movies about mental health just in general are great eye openers for how 
how much people actually struggle with mental health, it, not just within themselves, but with other people. I don't think people realize the baggage that either partner has to deal with being in a relationship if they choose to be with people with bipolar. I mean, look at someone like Kanye. That man is a train wreck on the outside. And just being himself, he looks like a train wreck. I couldn't even imagine how he feels having to feel like he needs to depend on someone else. Like they're going to, like he's going to betray them or someone's going to betray him every five seconds or he's on top of the world the next month. It's just an endless cycle of emotion. And it is a very, very serious um, condition that people have to deal with. And I think representing it in, in film or just any, any medium is, is great just to like see the realness of it. Um, Everything everywhere at all at once is going to do so much for the future in Asian led films. I've never seen that. So I'm definitely going to like people said a lot of movies on here that I've never watched and I'm definitely going to have to read that. So everything everywhere at all, all at once I've heard of it, but I've never watched it. So I'm definitely going to have to watch it. Um, Someone said children of men. The cinematography is art. Never watched it either. I definitely need to watch that. Um, someone said Big Hero 6 and Miss Peregrine's Home for Particular Children are my comfort movies. I've seen Big Hero 6, but I haven't seen the other one. Gonna have to watch that too. Um, honestly, guys, like, I feel like today was a really great episode. Like, really, really good. And I'm, I'm proud of it, which is why I think it's really good. And I think a lot of people are going to connect with it or not. Depends. But I have class in 20 minutes. Um, I will see you guys all next Tuesday. Um, go check out my website. That's www.katwisnie.com. My portfolio, new podcast episodes, Instagram, personal information. You got to email me, text me. Everything is on there. Um, or you can check out the Brain Food Podcast um, Instagram or Twitter. That's at Brain Food Podcast. Or you could check out my personal Instagram. It's at Kat Wisniewski. Um, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to what I have to say. And I will see you guys next Tuesday. Bye.